This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Monday Morning Refresher. My name is Chris Plank, and when they needed a spark on Saturday night, the Sooners turned to the guy who has given them a spark week after week after week, none other than Dee Westbrook. And there's the kick. This one's better. Dee comes up, calls fair catch, takes it. No fair catch. He's going to return it. 35 to the 40, up the middle, 45, 50. Watch out to the 40. Outside he goes, and he's gone. D.D. Westbrook jump-started the Sooners' attack on Saturday with a punt return for a touchdown. He had a kick return for a touchdown that was called back due to a penalty. He extended his hot streak for the Sooners, also added a 41-yard touchdown reception. Oklahoma wins its 13th straight Big 12 game, knocking off Kansas by a final score of 56-3. And a big defensive bounce back for the Sooners and a big defensive play from the senior Jordan Evans. There's the snap. Straight drop, four-man rush. Steps up, throws across the middle, intercepted at the 30. Jordan Evans goes backwards to the 25. Where are you going, Jordan? Back forwards, he goes to the 30, to the 25, to the 15. He might score. 10-5. Oh, mama. Touchdown. It's a pick six for Jordan Evans. Defense stepped up in a big way, shutting down the Kansas attack, holding the Jayhawks to only 170 total yards. And the offense was on point as usual. Baker Mayfield, spectacular. We talked to the Sooner quarterback after the game. When you're on the sidelines for the fourth quarter, I mean, it's got to be a pretty good feeling to know that you gave your team an opportunity to get some rest when it's a short week, right? It's a, it's a great feeling, uh, especially uh, with, with the game on Thursday uh, next week. So, um, And it's also good, uh, even, even if the game wouldn't on Thursday, uh, it's good to get the younger guys some reps, uh, keep getting those guys' experience because it's important, even if it's a – mop-up duty or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. It's still experience, and they need to get there and uh, get their reps in. You thinking about a package to get Jordan Evans a carrier to on offense maybe after that run? Uh, if I'm not thinking about it, he will definitely let me know. That's, that's all I've heard for I don't since ever I, I've been here is the fact that he was a kickoff returner and a part-time running back in high school, so uh, it's only going to keep growing. How about the job of those running backs tonight? Devin Montgomery, you know, got, got an opportunity and took advantage of it. Abdul Adams and then Joe just being Joe. Oh, it was a good night for the running backs. Uh, I mean, obviously not, not the usual suspects, but uh, it was good to see Devin in his first carry and get a touchdown. It's pretty special for a walk-on guy that works hard. And, and Abdul keeps getting better and better. Uh, he'd, he'd like to have a couple of those runs back. He kind of lost his juice on the long one, and then he kind of got tripped up on, on one of the ones towards the goal line. But I mean, they keep getting better, and it's good to see those young guys getting experience. You know, the offensive line, there's been you know moving parts early in the season. They started to play really well, and it looks to me like you you are a lot more confident hanging there in the pocket and, and picking out stuff downfield because you know they got your back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, those guys have been playing well. I mean, tonight was the first sack they've had in four weeks, I think, and um, and it was really just a coverage sack. They they covered up the routes we wanted to throw, um, but and I didn't get get didn't get backside enough. Uh, but I mean, that, that's one of the best fronts in the Big 12, so uh, one sack all night, that's uh, good for us, and we just get the ball out of our hands and take care of it. What does it say about this team's focus whenever, you know, it's late in the game, it's a big lead, but yet everyone's huddled together there in that fourth quarter, and Coach Riley's still trying to get guys fired up and focused. It's good to see. Uh, you focus on the next one. I mean, obviously late in the game, we were... Uh, 
we knew the game was in our control. So uh, he was talking about having a short week and just getting our mind right and focusing on the next one, which has been the mentality is one week at a time. And once we knew we had that one in the bag, we were on to thinking about Iowa State. Talk to us about that fourth down. It looked like you and Joe were pretty upset that they jogged the punt team off there. They called a timeout. Did you guys have some convincing to do over there in the uh, in the huddle? Did you talk them into that? Uh, yeah, I was uh, a little furious that we were not going for it. But uh, I think we called the timeout because we really wanted to go for it. And they, they had made sure they were going to do it or else I would have been pretty mad. Uh, but I got to follow the orders. And so we just went out there and then were able to execute on kind of a miniature scramble drill with Didi. Let you go on this. Can you even begin to describe the D.D. Westbrook and the level he's playing at right now? Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, at, at a time um, when we had we gone three and out on the first drive, then he returned the punt on the next one, then almost returned the kickoff on the next one. I was about to get mad at him and say, if you don't stop returning these, I'm not going to get to play the whole first half. So, I mean, he's just he's playing lights out. I mean, the, the diving catch in the end zone. I'm, I'm, I trust him a lot right now. I'm able to put balls up for him and kind of just chunk them deep and, and let him go make it take advantage of it. Congrats on the win, man. Enjoy the short week. By the way, Baker Mayfield, 15 touchdowns in the Sooners' last three games is a program record. Adjust your schedules accordingly. It's a unique week. A short week. The Sooners will play on Thursday night against Iowa State. We'll have more previewing this game tomorrow with Toby Rowland on the game plan. Moving on, it was a big weekend for Santiago Restrepo and the Sooner volleyball team as they snapped a three-game slide, knocked off TCU in three sets. Probably the most impressive set I've seen so far this season when they beat TCU in the second set, 25-11. to Sophomore outside hitter Madison Drescher and Alyssa Inneking powered the Sooner attack. Drescher with a career-high 15 kills. Inneking added 13 for the Sooners, who get the big win. And for Oklahoma, they bounce back and play on Saturday night against Kansas. That is an 8 o'clock start. So no football game on Saturday night, but we will have a volleyball match in town as the Sooners improved to 13-10 on the season. They are 4-6 and six in the Big 12. TCU, by the way, sixth straight match they've lost. The last win that TCU had was when they beat Oklahoma in five sets in Fort Worth. Pretty tough slide for TCU volleyball. This is the week for Sherry Cole's team to start their exhibition season on Wednesday. OU takes on Midwestern State before hosting Oklahoma City a week from today. So it is right around the corner the regular season opener for the Sooners is Sunday, November 13th. Their exhibition opener is Wednesday. We will be out at OU Women's Basketball Media Day, and we'll have tons of coverage coming up this week on the tailgate. The men's team, a little bit more time. A week from Tuesday, they open up with their exhibition opener against Washburn. OU soccer is in the Big 12 tournament. They will play Iowa State at 2 o'clock this week. That'll be at the Soccer Village, the Swoop Soccer Village in Kansas City, Missouri, It'll be OU and Iowa State at 2 o'clock on Wednesday. The Sooners lost a heartbreaker in double overtime to Texas Tech 1-0 on Friday night in Lubbock at the John Walker Soccer Complex. The Sooners wrap up the regular season 12-5-2. They finish 4-3-1 in the Big 12. Probably feel pretty good about potentially hosting a regional, but would like to get a win in conference play uh, in the conference tournament. The Sooners wrapped up the regular season ranked number 24. The OU women's golf team, the 23rd-ranked team in the country, wrapped up their fall season on a high note. They finished fifth at the 15th annual Landfall Tradition. The 18-team event featured 
eight top 25 teams. The, Schooner, uh, the Sooners shot a 299 plus 11 on the final day to finish the tournament in fifth place. And wrapping up, it was a historic performance from the OU cross-country team. Top 20 performances by Brittany Tretbar and Belle Wallace. The OU women's team finished in fourth place. The men were led by Dylan Blakenberger, whose top 10 finish helped lead the Sooners to a sixth-place finish at the Big 12 Championship in Lubbock, Texas. The women's team result was one for the record books as it marked the highest team finish for the women's program in Big 12 cross-country championship history. And that's a look at the Monday morning refresher. Don't forget, short week, game day on Thursday. Toby Rowland joins us tomorrow on the Sooner Sports Podcast with the game plan. Until then, everyone have a great Monday and Boomer soon. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. 